today on Locked on Rockies. Everyone's worried. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's talking about Daniel Bard, at least in Rockies land. Should the Rockies be worried after the all-star, well, should have been all-star, closers, disastrous World Baseball Classic continued over the weekend, even leading to a big-time injury? You are Locked on Rockies. Your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 20th day of March in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You are in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day. Proud to be your first listen of the day. Free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. All you got to do is search Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. We also stream our episodes live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show and ask your Rockies questions live here on the show. Your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is a massive help to the show. So please go and check out the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button help out the show today on locked on Rockies. We're talking Daniel Bard. I know the Rockies added a big name or you know, a veteran name, let's say over the weekend. We'll talk about that, but that'll be a focus for uh, an episode later on uh, tomorrow. We'll focus on, uh, on the pro far signing. Cause uh, I, I saw a couple of YouTube comments. I saw the discourse over the weekend we got to talk Daniel Bard. Got to talk more Daniel Bard here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Before we do that, though, got to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM, and I know you Rockies fans have, and managing your baseball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. Download the game, visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On. That's locked on all caps. Make sure it's in all caps in the game. So let's talk Daniel Bard. I got YouTube comments. Let me go see what they were here. Uh, Daniel Bard is a disaster again. Bard's trade value absolutely tanked after that WBC performance. And here's the deal. There's no sugarcoating it. Daniel Bard has been awful in the World Baseball Classic. He has been a detriment to Team USA more than he's been an asset to the team. He's been incredibly wild. He's been incredibly disappointing. And it's an unfortunate look for the Rockies and uh, Daniel Bard on this stage. But we also have to remind ourselves that he is a specialist pitcher going into a massive situation with a unique windup, Bud Black himself even said that about the mechanics. I mean, and and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, about the mechanics of Daniel Bard here as well. And he's a closer, pitching in March. I'm so. I mean, I'm. I can't sit here. Yes, it's a big situation, big moment. I want Bard to be clutch. Absolutely. That that is that is valid criticism. The control has to be better. But in terms of being worried about Daniel Bard overall and his ability to contribute to the Rockies this season and how he'll look over the course of 162-game seasons isn't 
that influenced by three outings in March. I, I, the the scale of the World Baseball Classic, you, you it's unfortunate to see that Daniel Bard has not rose to the occasion of the World Baseball Classic. Uh, that, I think, is the criticism and the fair things to take away from this. But to be completely out on one of the best closers in baseball last year after a short stint in March is crazy. It's honestly crazy. It's it's reactive, and here's the deal. If it doesn't lead to a injury to a massive player, most people probably aren't still talking about Daniel Bard. And we'll talk more about that because, yes, there are things to be worried about. But control issues in March are things I expect Bard to be able to work on, even if it is at the World Baseball Classic. It's unfortunate that he needed he, he, he things aren't where they need to be right now. But it's March twentieth. I know Daniel Bard committed to the team and he's thought about the World Baseball Classic. And you know, when you listen and how we've talked about on the show, the World Baseball Classic is important and means a lot to the players on the field. So Daniel Bard isn't taking this lightly, but it's also still early. <laughs> it's a very weird situation for us here to sit here and say, you, you can absolutely criticize Daniel Bard's World Baseball Classic. In fact, you should. I mean, it's it it is something that you can't disregard. But ignoring the fact that it's March twentieth, ignoring the fact that he's only pitched, he had three outings in the entire thing, so he's only pitched like five innings, is overreactive. However, we've seen really bad stuff from Daniel Bard. We've seen the the, the potential. This is because we saw it last year as well. We know that this Daniel Bard can exist. If Daniel Bard is not in control, he cannot stay in games. He will not stay in games. He's going to knock himself out. He did that last year. He's done that in the past. It's unfortunate. But more often than not, Daniel Bard was dominant. A good closer. Statistically, one of the best closers in baseball last year. So, as much as I wish Daniel Bard did more, as much as I wished Daniel Bard stepped up in this, as much as I didn't as I wish Daniel Bard didn't blow a 5 to 2 lead and injure one of the best players in baseball, it's I mean all of that is valid, but I'm also sitting here thinking it's March. <laughs> I'm going to give Daniel Bard more time. I'm going to be confident in the guy that led the Rockies bullpen last year. It's, But now, in the back of our head, we do have to worry. And one thing that was, you know, I will say the trade value of Daniel Bard has been impacted because this goes back to his past. So we need to talk about that. We need to talk about the injury to Jose Altuve and the reaction to the injury to Jose Altuve. Uh, here coming up in segment number two as we continue to break down the uh, you know really honestly I mean I, I'm not I'm not mincing words here like I say I'm still expressing confidence in Daniel Bard but the World Baseball Classic has been disastrous for the Rockies closer it has been 
uh, a, a brutal time. But we'll we'll read a little bit here from USA Today. We'll take a little bit more into a look of uh, of Bard's performance here coming up in segment number two. For that, though, got to tell you about our friends at Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. Look, folks, you're Rockies fans. You've wanted to run the show. That's what we what do we talk about all the time is how we want to, this team to manage itself. Well, now, guess what? You have the chance to run the Rockies or your team your way with the Ultimate Baseball GM mobile game. It is a realistic strategy. They got the, what, what's nice is they focus in. It's one of those realistic simulators. So they really want to give you the most authentic, uh, 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 authentic experience possible when managing these simulators. So you got to hire the right coaches. You got to do your research. Show you're managing your finances well. You got to scout and draft the right players. They even have personalities that you have to deal with and make sure that you're going to be able to navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. All of this in that challenging and realistic game world, like I was telling you about, it's free and playable offline. So play on the go as you want and when you want to. Ultimate Baseball GM. Locked on Rockies listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. It's on the screen here on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel as well. To download the game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in the App Store. That's ProBaseballGM.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you got to do, search Locked on Rockies and you'll be taken where you need to go. If you need more Colorado sports action, the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, Locked on Buffs, they got you covered as well. Lux Ace says Bard got a lot of hate on Instagram and so did Altuve because people are still talking about 2017. And it's the, here's the deal. And I got into I, I'm not going to say a tift. A tift isn't the right thing. I got into a, a, a slight disagreement with our friends at Locked On Astros about the thing. The reaction to the Daniel Bard injury was pitiful. I'm sorry. I, here's the thing. It could have, it was a wild pitch. Yes, his control's an issue, but it's baseball. It's a wild pitch that got away and it broke your star's thumb. I'm sorry. It happened. It's a bummer. It's terrible. But then you're seeing reactions. You're seeing people change their Twitter names. You're seeing like all this other stuff. And it's like, I I just don't understand one why the uh, reaction to an accident, a hit by a pitch, something, uh, a wild pitch that unfortunately did damage, that could have happened by any pitcher at any point in the season, at any time, World Baseball Classic or not, spring training, regular season, could have happened in September. It could have happened anytime. It's baseball. They play a sport where someone throws a ball 100 miles an hour under as much control as they can at you. And right there, it got away. It happens. But to come out and then to say all this stuff, oh, my, and putting Daniel Bard on the list 
And oh my God, Daniel Bard's reaction. He didn't show any remorse or nothing. There's a whole piece in the USA Today about Daniel Bard going out and speaking about how difficult this is. He understands that. And then to go into some people like thinking that he threw at Jose Altuve at that point. Yeah, let's throw at a batter in a critical, crucial situation of a massive game that has huge implications for every player and tons of fans on the field, let's throw and hit him. Let's plunk him in that situation because strategically, that's the move, and we're still angry about 2017. Spoiler alert, Astros fans. People are still pissed about 2017. You got to deal with it. They're walking around, acting like you can just, oh, that's that was one of the things I heard. Was, that's nothing compared to what we heard. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. You get That doesn't justify the response to go out and wish violence against Daniel Bard, to wish bad things against Daniel Bard, to go out and purposely make your Twitter account mocking, intimidating, and doing stupid stuff in regards to Daniel Bard. Just like it wasn't appropriate for anybody to do that stuff to the, about the Astros in 2017. But this is a game in March. And at the end of the day, your precious Jose Altuve is back in May. These things happen. And the Astros have enough depth and everything that they can handle these adversities. And they're still the freaking Astros. I, I just don't understand the the mindset of like, oh, we want to be the villain. Oh, but everyone was mean to us. Oh, but this happened. Oh, I don't get it. You're of the villains. You won the World Series by cheating. You got away with it. And you still have the ring. And then you got to win last year. You're still really good. That adds on to the whole thing. So this whole like story of like, why are people, uh, he's still coming out of there. It's still retribution and all this stuff. Daniel Bard's not throwing. You're creating that idea. You're making that a bigger mindset. You're making that a bigger deal. But to call out Rockies players and say that they're, I'm literally seeing Astros fans calling them classless. And they're telling me that Daniel Bard, he didn't show any remorse at all. And he tells USA Today, I feel terrible. I was going sinker in for a swing. I missed up and in. You just hate to see it. You saw my reaction. This is followed by Bard Wentz the moment the fastball hit Altuve. Lowered his head and then prayed he would be all right when he was on the ground in pain. You would have thought that that Daniel Bard uh, would have... <laughs> Would have just walked off the mound and didn't even acknowledge it at all by the reaction of some of these Astros fans. So it was terrible, but it was also a freak accident, just like we talked about with the Edwin Diaz thing. Like these things happen, but to just go nuclear like that, for that to be your reaction, is pitiful. And to still try to bring up the, like, I, I just don't understand why Astros fans think that everything it just one revolves around them is a threat or a, against them or all this stuff. I don't get it. Especially when you're the top dog, everyone's coming for you. I mean, it, I, like that's, that's, that's part of it too. 
and they're not coming at you by throwing pitches at you in critical situations in the game. Mistakes and accidents happen in the game of baseball. And to react like that, while knowing that is true, while knowing that an Astros pitcher could have done the exact same thing to another superstar on another team, what happens if an Astros pitcher plunks a Mariner? Hmm? I, I mean, are you gonna are you gonna go up all of and, and if they break a thumb? Are you gonna have the same reaction? Are you gonna be make sure you're ready and all fired up? What if your closer was in that situation? You wouldn't say that stuff. You wouldn't believe that stuff because it's a freak hit by a pitch accident. So enough with it's, ah, it's all against Houston. Yeah, everyone's against you. You just won the freaking World Series. You're the top dog. I just don't, it's so frustrating. The whole, I I, I, I don't know. Like I get, I, I get there. People have taken things way too far. And it boils down to here, but it's just part of sports that just sometimes is just ridiculous. To, to, to insinuate that a professional closer in a key game is going to retaliate against a non-divisional opponent in a spring game before the season in retaliation for the World Series is ludicrous. Daniel Bard didn't have control in a game in March. But Lux, it's a good point, and it's one of the things I hate about baseball. Hopefully they don't hit our players when we play them in Houston this season, I think in June. If this happened in the season, someone's getting plunked the next day, and that's not the way to handle it. You don't police yourself with plunking. You don't hit each other. You don't throw the baseball purposefully at people. They don't do that. Professional baseball, I mean, you shouldn't. I know they do that. I I can't say that. But the whole plunk for plunk, we got to go at them. We got to go after it. What are you going to, are you going to go hit Daniel Bard when he's on the mound? What are you going to go hit Aylaris Montero because of a World Baseball Classic game? No. And, I, and you're right, Ryan. I, 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 the players are smarter than that. Jose Altuve knows that Daniel Bard wasn't being malicious. I, I mean, there's uh, obviously. I mean, he praises him later in this article here on USA from Bob Nightingale. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it just really rubbed me the wrong way. So enough of me on the soapbox. I'm not trying to start. I just I just think people, I just think the reaction to stuff like that can be so much better. And uh, and and it's and it can be especially in the game of baseball. Whew. I'm just kind of. I think I went in like six different directions there. <laughs> All right, let's. Let's talk about the big takeaway concern for Daniel Bard from the World Baseball Classic, though. And, of course, we wish nothing but the best for Jose Altuve in getting better and getting healthy. He's going to be – the timetable's May. There's plenty of ball left to be played there. 
The Astros, they'll be fine. It's all going to be fine. Accidents happen. These things happen. Let's die. Uh, let, well, yes, I, I do need to talk about Profar. But I knew with this, uh, uh, with the Daniel Bard stuff, I had to, I knew I was going to dive in. So let's talk Profar. Let's talk one more thing about Bard. And, and Profar, we're going to dive more into, I think, tomorrow as well. Because I think this is a really interesting thing. But uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk Profar. Let's talk a little more Daniel Bard here coming up in segment number three. Uh, but first, our friends at FanDuel got you covered during this prime basketball time of the year. The postseason for the NBA right around the corner. The big dance going on in college basketball. And FanDuel has you covered. America's number one sportsbook. New customers are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. They got you covered. I mean, and you can even get in on some uh, Rockies future bets as well. And you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So as the tournament is heating up, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. The safe and secure app is super easy to use. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more about your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Bringing you daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Rockies go out and add a veteran bat, a veteran outfielder, and we're going to talk more about the Profar signing in depth tomorrow but the biggest takeaway i have from the immediate signing was one danielle allen tuck uh pointing out that I, I this was a couple of days ago i saw a tweet that i guess he's not in the country so he might uh there's there's some stuff he needs to get back here and get get set up and ready to go so it looks like he might not be ready for opening day which is fine uh but maybe opening day for colorado might be a little bit more but that was just something i saw i think a tweet or something i'll have to figure out more about that but the big thing that I saw from the Profar signing, at least from a couple of the posts and, and, and things that I saw, was he's going to play left field. And I think Profar is going to have a good chance of, of course, being on the roster and uh, uh, filling in, of course, with the Bouchard injury out. And I think if these crone back issues linger, you, people, you might be concerned about a, a blocking of Tolia with Chris Bryant moving to right field that does complicate things to get the younger guys in right field. Chris Bryant, if he's going to be playing right field every day, if Profar is indeed uh, your goal for everyday starting left fielder, uh, you're putting your vets there on your corners, and that is going to block uh, one of your prime positions to uh, to play uh, to for these young guys. Uh, so maybe these crone back issues will allow Tolia to get in there. Jonathan Daz is going to be in center field. Uh, but the profile, you know, that, that it's interesting. Cause what does that mean now? I think that delays any idea of a Zach Veen signing, uh, or, or coming up. That certainly, I think, uh, signals a ain't going to happen until after the trade deadline type of thing to me. Uh, I just don't, it's again, 
fine uh, fine idea, fine mindset. And I think if if putting KB in right field is something they they're clearly been really interested in, and KB has expressed interest in, so he's not playing. Uh, you know, he's not covering as much ground in left. That 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 might uh, outweigh the or that might be a benefit. But again, how much how much playing time of your young guys are you willing to limit? For these veterans, especially someone that's on a one-year deal, uh, you know, can you trade Profar in the middle of the season if he does have a uh, half a season of bounce back with the Rockies? Is that the plan uh, to 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 open things up in the back half of the season? But uh, if you stick with two veterans on your in your corner outfield positions, that makes it harder for your Tolias. Uh, that makes it harder for uh, some of these other young guys to get playing time. Your Nolan Joneses uh, as well. So that that is going to be a clear factor for the Rockies with the Profar signing. Uh, but, hey, Profar, Profar is definitely interesting enough where uh, he, he he's had an interesting career. He uh, it, It's not like he's uh, been insane, but 3.1 war last year, 15 home runs, 243 batting average, 58 RBIs, stole five bags. OBP of 331, slugging 391, OPS of 723. Uh, I mean, there's there's really nothing to to not like about about Profar his season or overall uh, in in the career. Maybe it'd be great if he can be a little more aggressive on the base path uh, here this season, which would be pretty pretty good for uh, the Rockies. Again, anything to to boost up a little bit of a, a speed on the base paths is certainly going to be helpful. And I'm pretty sure Profar's got some pretty nice um, fielding numbers as well. I have I don't know too much about, about the fielding and stuff, but fielding percentages uh, look good right off the rip. He, he certainly plays all over in the outfield um, and uh, gives the Rockies yet another DH possibility. But I, I would say Profar's probably not going to see a lot of time uh, uh over at DH this uh, this season here. So Ryan Tarlski says, what faith should we have that the Rockies won't let Moose, Castro, Profar, and an aging Chuck get in the way of legit player development? Rocks think the kids aren't ready or want to compete. It's a great question. I mean, it, it, and we're going to dive more into it, I think, later or throughout the week. The Rockies need to prove that they showed us the first sign of it last year. And in reality, you can't deny that the Rockies, these some of these moves make sense to add some veteran depth to a team that did suffer some unfortunate injuries in uh, spring training and, and, and such. But uh, yeah, the Rockies do need to show us. I, again, as I emphasize, I don't want to see any veteran player start over Aylaris Montero. I don't, unless it is absolutely necessary. And you know that this this trickles down to all those other players that we're going to look into the outfield. So, how much faith should you have? I, I I honestly say it's a coin toss. I think I think you should. I think this. I mean, it's it's interesting. It this off season went from signaling young guy, young guy, young guy to now Moose and and Profar hand is pitching. What does this mean for the Rockies? That that complicates things. So, how much faith should you have? About as much faith as you currently have in the Rockies, right? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, this is this is kind of a similar thing, and I don't necessarily I, I don't hate these moves in response to to some of the injuries and just and just some of the depth and 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 possibilities. But again, 
I don't like aging veterans on short deals playing over young guys when you're not anticipating competing this year in reality. I mean, I know the Rockies say they're they competing, but uh, they, I think they have a better understanding of where they're at. Last comment on Daniel Bard. It was unfortunate. I think the biggest key takeaway, if you're going to be worried about stuff with Daniel Bard, is the fact that it happened under a bright light, loud situation. He, he tells Bob Nightingale in that story uh, that, that he says he does better in those situations, but that clearly wasn't the case. If the Rockies do get themselves in high energy, high atmosphere, big moments, can Daniel Bard hang in there? Uh, you know, the, 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 the doubt and the ability was, was, was part of uh, what drew, drove him out of the game for a bit. So that, that might be one reflection of the past that, that we have to be worried about. But again, it's March 20th. He hasn't pitched a lot. He's got a lot of mechanic stuff. His, 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 his manager isn't doubting him. I'm not going to sit here and start doubting Daniel Bard until it trickles over into the regular season. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in today. Ryan Tarlski, Lux Ace. I saw my man Joel DeGrace here. Uh, I got caught up in my uh, rant there, so I didn't get to give him uh, a shout-out earlier. But uh, they're chatting on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, just like you can, where we stream our episodes. And you can ask your questions to have them answered live on the pod. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Just search Locked on Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go. I'm at Paul Holden 33 on Twitter. You can also follow, find the show at LO Rockies on uh, Twitter. And uh, folks, go make Locked on Fantasy Baseball your second listen of the day with tips on how to win your league. Or you can check out all the good stuff going on in Colorado sports with the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, and Locked on Nuggets podcast. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.